Pass first point guard of Blazer beat writer Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode, we're going to hear a little bit from the Blazers players themselves. It's been a while since we've done real-life interviews with members of the Trailblazers, be them coaches or players, but as the NBA season is nearing a return at the end of the month, uh, the Blazers have been rolling guys out for Zoom interviews. So we've heard from Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic and Terry Stotts, among others, and I want to take today's episode to play you some audio from uh, those interviews. Uh, mostly because, and I've said this before, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, that I think listening to the the people involved themselves gives us the absolute best insight. You know, I, I'm, I've spent a lot of time around the team. I've had plenty of conversations with these people. But the most enlightening stuff you can learn about the team comes from how, you know, the how the star player and how the other starters and how the coach think about the team and its construction. I think that's that's where you gain the most insight. So that's what we're going to do on today's episode. Uh, we're going to you're going to, I'm going to play you some audio from Damian Lord's interview, from Yusuf Nurkic's interview. I'm going to tell you what Terry Stotts told the media. So we'll start in this first segment talking about a little bit of the loss of Trevor Ariza and how the Blazers might respond to that. In the second segment, we'll talk about the return of Yusuf Nurkic, the much awaited return of Yusuf Nurkic. And in the third segment, we'll close out the show talking about how Yusuf's return, how Nurk's return is going to impact the other decisions heading into Orlando, who who plays and when, who starts, all those things, because obviously Nurk's presence is going to be a major factor determining all of those. But first, right here, right now, in this first segment, before we get to Nurk's stuff to close out the show, I want to play a little bit of audio from Damian Lillard talking about the loss of Trevor Ariza. Ariza, of course, has decided uh, to opt out of the Orlando restart for family and personal reasons, that we've covered here in the past and we won't cover here now, but his him not joining the team has real basketball implications. And Damian Lillard, uh, via Zoom, via the thanks to Trailblazers PR for setting this up, uh, gave his thoughts on the difficulties in replacing Ariza, who had been a real impact player for the Blazers in his brief time with the team. So here first are Damian Lillard's thoughts on how the team can go about or approach replacing what Trevor Reza gave them? I mean, it's a, it's a big loss. You know, I don't think it's, it's any way around it. Um, it's not a situation where you just say, <laughs> you know, somebody else has to jump in and step up, even though that's the truth. It's just, you know, it's a loss for us. But um, I respect it. You know, if I was in that position, I would have done the same thing. So um, I think this season we've dealt with a lot of adversity. Um, so I think we got to look at that and say it's blood our team, but we also get Nurk and Zach back, um, and that's going to be a big help for us. So, um, you know, hopefully we're able to move forward and, and still get done what we want to get done. How do you see soft forward shaking out, though, now? You said what? How do you see it shaking out at small forward for you guys now? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, Nas has gotten a lot of experience this season. Um, GT's gotten a lot of experience this season. But I can see Melo probably being a three. I can see Melo playing the threes to start games. You know, I can see us having a pretty big lineup out there until you get to me and CJ, obviously. <laughs> so I think what Dame lays out there is what 
I have talked about previously on the in the past is that the Blazers just don't have a have an obvious or really even a good solution for tra- for replacing Trevor Reza. They don't have someone who's that long on the wing. They don't have someone who uh, with the defensive ability on the wing. Uh, the the options that they have there are flawed. He mentions that he thinks Carmelo Anthony will play small forward. Keep an eye on that. We're going to talk about that more in the sh- later in the show. But I think that seems to be the solution from at least what we're hearing from Dame and Terry Stotts. That Carmelo at the three seems to be a solution that uh, the team is leaning towards. Mostly just out of necessity. The other options, as Dame mentions, Gary Trent Jr. and Nazir Little, are young players who just without a proven track record. Obviously, maybe Melo has a proven track record of not being a very good small forward, but he's probably just talent-wise better than both of those guys. I think both Nas and Gary Trent Jr. will get a shot, but uh, in the sort of short term it seems like the team is leaning towards Melo. And again, we'll talk about that more in that in that third segment. But the other sort of bit of audio I want to play from Damian Lillard is something you already know. He has this sort of unshakable brand of confidence. And I think... Even in the face of losing Ariza, their sort of best and only reasonable solution at the three, uh, they'll figure it out on offense. I'm more concerned about this sort of what they do defensively on the wing when I talk about this, when I talk about the Ariza loss. I, I'm not worried about their offense at all. But you know what Dame isn't worried about? Literally anything. And I want to play you a little bit of this audio where you get to hear Dame's very on-brand genuine confidence in what the team can do when they get to Orlando. I feel good about our chances. Um, you know, we feel like, like I said, getting nerfed, getting back back. Um, we're a different team with those guys. Um, everybody's coming back rusty, so it's a, um, it's a neutral court, um, neutral site, so I feel like it's, it's fair. I really didn't look at the schedule of who we play and all that stuff to make me feel any way. The only thing I asked for was the opportunity to to make it, and we we've been given that, so you know we're gonna show up and do what we got to do. You know, as simple as that. There's the Damian Lord you remember, saying things that are very difficult. As simple as that, but I think you get you get a sense of of Dame's unwavering confidence, the type of person that he's always been. Um, he thinks that with the crew they have and with Zach Collins and Yusuf Nurkic back in the fold, that this team has a chance to be, you know, as he says, as good as anybody. The brand hasn't changed. Circumstances have. An incredibly bizarre, a unique situation heading to Orlando in this um, maybe bad idea to restart the NBA season. But Damian Lillard, from a basketball perspective... Likes what he has, likes what the Blazers have on the roster, likes who he has with him. So I wanted to play that for you because there is some familiarity in Dame's confidence. I think that this, there's a lot of strange uncertainty, a lot of, uh, a lot of sort of questions about what this looks like and who and how it's going to work for the Blazers. But one thing that hasn't changed is that the leader of the team still thinks this team can be really good and he thinks it in a very genuine way. And one of the reasons he thinks it is because the, his buddy, the Bosnian beast, Yusuf Nurkic, is going to be back on the court. 
In the second segment, I want to play you audio from Yusuf Nurkic's media availability last week where he talked about coming back, feeling good, and playing big next to Hassan Whiteside. Play a little bit of it, more audio from Damian Lord in that segment too. But before we get there, before we get to all things Nurk, I want to tell you all about rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door with rockauto.com. It's because their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, rockauto.com, the prices are reliably low and the same for professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Just go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right. So we talked Damien Lowe and the loss of Trevor Reza and how the Blazers might replace him and his genuine confidence heading into the Orlando bubble plan. Well, the, the big reason for his confidence... The Blazers are about to get a lot bigger. The return of Zach Collins and Yusuf Nurkic, and specifically Yusuf Nurkic, Dame's pick-and-roll partner. It was one of the best pick-and-roll tandems in the league they were healthy at. You've heard me say it a bunch. Yusuf Nurkic was one of the 30 best players in the NBA last season before getting hurt. But then he got hurt at the end of March, and he was basically going to miss 11 months. And then the NBA season went on hiatus, and he's now... It's been pushed to 14, 15 months without him playing. But Nurk's going to play when they get to Orlando. Should there be NBA games when we get down there, Nurk, Yusuf Nurkic will be involved. So, how does Nurk feel? Well, I'll let him tell you. I definitely um, look better, feel better. Um, you know, been working on my body for for from day from day one. And as far as the basketball standpoint, you know, kind of study more the the game of basketball and more the way we play, the way team plays. And I just feel like, you know, I'm, I know more and I feel like my basketball kind of just slowed down for me. So I think I'm going to be definitely a better player. So there you go. Nurk's slimmed down, says he looks better and feels better, and he's a better basketball player than he's ever been. Improved from the last time we saw him last March. That's good news. We, we'll have, you know, verification of that when the games actually start, when we actually see him play, but it's good to hear him say that he feels good. Um, he's not the only one that has confidence. Here's a little clip from Damian Lillard talking about why the return of Zach Collins and Yusuf Nurkic is such a boon to his confidence. Everybody's coming back rusty for one. Nobody's been playing. Um, you know, our team is really familiar with each other. Um, and I think it just the fact that our, our starting four and five coming back from injuries, you know, the, the process of I've been hurt, I haven't been playing, I've been out, 
I got to ease myself back in. I'm going to be uncomfortable. Everybody else is in rhythm. You know, that's out the window. Now they're coming back into a situation where everybody's in the same boat. So it's, it's more comfortable. You know, I think it will be a little more um, seamless for them. Uh, and I think that's good for our team, you know. Um, so once we do start playing, I think we'll be able to get it going um, pretty quick. I like our chances because of that, too. How have Zach, how have Zach and uh, Nurk looked uh, out there from what you've seen so far? They look great. They make me feel way more confident going in just from, from seeing them, both of them. Like, I forgot how – I didn't forget, but I forgot who they were. <laughs> like, it's been so long that I almost forgot. I love that quote at the end, Damian Lillard saying he almost forgot how good Zach and Nurk were. Uh, that's – if there is hope, real hope for the Blazers season, like if there's the the sort of genuine confidence clip I played for you in the first segment, if there's if, if there's a reason that you're going to trust Dame's genuine confidence, it is the return of those two guys. They kind of, in a way, could help the Blazers answer the Trevor Ariza question because you can be better on defense just by being bigger around the rim. Uh, you know, maybe the perimeter defense is still a problem, something the Blazers have struggled with just like defending the three-point line consistently and, and aggressively. That might still be there, but they might be improved on defense just by the virtue of always being gigantic. And Nurk and Zach are probably their two best defensive players, with all due respect to Hassan Whiteside. Uh, they're... They're a little, a little more versatile, uh, particularly Zach Collins. And uh, Nurkic is just a better position defender, like in terms of uh, being in the right spot than Hassan Whiteside. And I think just having those two bigs in the game more often makes the Bla- probably improves the Blazers on defense a little bit. So probably improves, gets them better on the glass. Another place they struggle a little bit, even if Carmelo has the. Uh, reputation of being a good rebounder. He was functionally not a particularly good defensive rebound for the Blazers this year. So Nurk's, Nurk feels good. He's says he's healthy and raring to go. He talks a little bit about being sad that he wouldn't get to return to the Moda Center, but we'll talk a little bit. We'll talk about fans being at NBA games when that's a reality. I think we're a long way from considering what that might mean. So we'll I'll save that audio clip and we'll revisit it in a few months. How about that? But Nurk's raring to go. He says he feels good. Damian Lord is really confident about the way he the way Nurk looks. He's really confident about the way Zach looks. And the question kind of now is, like, wh- where does it all fit, right? Uh, Dame mentioned that first segment, Mello playing the three, but even if Mello plays at the three, you still have to mix and match Nurk, Hassan Whiteside, and Zach Collins, and that is no easy task. All three of those dudes are probably centers. Even if you think Zach can play four competently, trying to find minutes with Nurk and Hassan together seems like a real challenge. So what I want to do in the third segment is dig into this challenge. Uh, Nurk talks about it a little bit. Terry Stotts talks about it a little bit. And Damon Lord gave us a, a brief little insight into maybe the thinking that's already going on with the team. So in the third segment, now that we know Nurk's back, now that you've heard from him, let's talk about the actual logistics of getting that dude on the floor and what it might mean for him and the rest of the Blazers' rotation. Still a pass for his point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You're still listening to Lockdown Blazers. 
it's still Zoom Day here. We're playing Zoom Audio from Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic talking about the return of Yusuf Nurkic and what it might mean for the Blazers. These, uh, let me give you a little scene setter here. These calls happen on via Zoom. Um, and like if, you know, if you've been on these Zoom calls in, in your professional life, you know that they can be a little awkward with people figuring out the cameras and the muting and, and talking over each other and all those things. So at the very end of Dame's Zoom call, when it's clear that uh, this is kind of wrapping up, he's talked to the media for 25 minutes, given us plenty of answers about myriad topics. Jason Quick of The Athletic comes in and asks one, one last question and gets one tiny little final answer before uh, the Blazers PR says, all right, that's it. We're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for, you know, Dame gave you 25 minutes, the end. That's it and that's all. But that one final answer, that one final question perhaps gave us the most insight into the Blazers' thinking as they move forward. Take a listen. Do you you expect uh, Zach and Yusuf to start? Absolutely. With one very simple... Absolutely. Damian Lillard seems to have tipped the hand. I'm not saying that this is set in stone. In fact, Terry Stotts said in another call that he hasn't really decided how his starting lineup will work. He mentioned that Damon CJ, Carmelo, and Nurk are pretty much guaranteed to start, which now the question as he heads into Orlando is how to handle the fifth starter. It's likely a choice between Zach Collins and Hassan Whiteside, but I wouldn't completely rule out Gary Trent Jr. starting at the three and moving and like staying a little bit small and then coming bigger off the bench with Whiteside and Collins. But it seems like if you ask Dame, absolutely. Sounds like the starting lineup is Dame, CJ, Mello, and Zach Collins alongside Yusuf Nurkic, which would move Hassan Whiteside to the bench, a move I thought they might not do um, just to sort of protect some normalcy and, and and in some ways as a reward to Hassan Whiteside, who held it down, um, you know, wasn't super good or whatever, but was a was a, the guy who stepped in and filled a big-minute role for this team all year. But even if the even if that is the lineup that's decided. Even if we do end up with Dame, CJ, Mello, Zach, and Nurk as your starting five, it still means that there are some questions about how Hassan fits into the rotation. And Yusuf Nurkic talked about the potential of those two gentlemen playing next to each other. Let me play that for you now. You can look at whatever you want. I know competition. This is my teammate. All my teammates, when we're supposed to be here, should be here to win the game. And you know, coaches obviously has the one job to figure out all the minutes and, and, and roles. And, you know, obviously we can't have 10 Damian Lillers out there. And it's not, not going to work out there like that. Everybody shouldn't ball from half court. No. So I think we could just need to fill in role what the coach is supposed to give us and, and what he thinks is the best for us and for the team. So that's his part of the job. But, you know, I went down as a, ten, as a center, so I'll be back as a center. So... If I'm going to play some minutes at four, yeah, I think. And talking to the coach, I will definitely play some fours. But, uh, you know, like I said, I can't, <laughs> can't tell coach, play, put me on a four for 30 minutes. Like, I don't know if you're going to do it. Like, it's just a uh, matter of what he, you know, think is the best for the team. And that's his part of the job to figure out. But my part is, like, I'm going to be healthiest I've probably ever been. So, as my condition you know, working on every day, I think it's going to be fine. And we'll see how long and, and what's my win look like, but uh, I definitely think, um, you know, going to the camp and to the games with no restrictions, especially in minutes, it's just a huge part of this Corona gave it to me. So there's, there's a lot going on there with that Nurk audio. Um, 
the big one is that he says he thinks he will play some four, and he's talked to Terry Stotts about that, but it's not going to be like a 30-minute-a-night plan. So I think we're guaranteed to, to get some sort of Twin Towers. It's funny, like, we think of Twin Towers as Nurk and Hassan together. Zach Collins is seven feet tall. Like, the Blazers, the chance that the Blazers have two seven-footers on the floor for 80% of their minutes seems very high, but I think we also pretty much have a guarantee now that Nurk and Hassan Whiteside are going to play some minutes together. They're going to experiment with that look, see what they can do. I mean, you just, to some extent, you just have to get as much talent on the floor as you can, and certainly when you're thinking about as much talent as you can, Nurk and Hassan have to be in that mix. Uh, Terry Stotts pointed this out, basically, is that their their eight-game season is is essentially the playoffs. Like they don't, they don't have, they can't walk their way into these games. They gotta, they gotta be really good right away. You know, they play Memphis in the opening game of the the Orlando slate. If they lose that one, they're in, they're in real danger of of being out of it even before it gets started. You know, they, it it starts hot and it keeps going for these Blazers. And Terry talked about that might mean a tighter rotation. Um, he specifically said that he thinks that he can play Melo at the three. He also mentioned when talking about the three, Gary Trent Jr. And then he said a little bit of Nas and a little bit of Mario Hazonia in reference to the tighter rotation. So I think you already, we're starting to see it take shape. Uh, really big lineups, Carmelo at the three, Gary Trent Jr. at the three, and then Zach off the bench. That's, that's seven guys. And then you sprinkle in an eighth guy, maybe Nas, maybe Hazonia, but it doesn't sound like either of those are getting considered, um, in the way that these super big lineups are. The other thing that Terry Stotts pointed out is that watching film from this season presents a real challenge because if you watch the you he can't really see games where Zach and Hassan play together. They played two and a half games together. Uh, now they have a whole chunk of games from their most recent games where they had Trevor Ariza, but he's not involved. So seeing, you know, that presents a challenge. Obviously, you have they haven't had Nurk all year long. They haven't had Carmelo at the three, basically at all. Uh, I thought that was interesting. So looks like we're getting Twin Towers or just a giant, a giant Blazers front court at all times. But the other things that Nurk mentioned in that. Um, in his audio, and I think that it's important, is that he's not going to have any restrictions. So that means that why I think Nurk being considered as a starter is because he's going to be cleared to play 30 plus minutes a night and it won't be an issue. 30, you know, I, I'm, there's no guarantee that he plays 30 minutes a night, but it's certainly not, it sounds like it's on physically he'd be able to. But he also says he went down as a center and he'll be back as a center. So while there are going to be some big minutes and while he's cleared to play 35 minutes a night, he's probably cleared to play most of those minutes at five, which means that Hassan is likely to get pinched a little bit. It's just kind of reading the tea leaves on what Dame Nurk and uh, Terry Stotts have said. Uh, there's a chance that Nurk's, he says he doesn't have restrictions, but they'll see how his wind is, which is a, uh, which is sort of the term that I've used also just kind of how his, his cardiovascular conditioning is. Uh, he's, you know, been in the gym and doing all the things you can do to get ready, but he hasn't been playing basketball. So finding his wind, finding that cardiovascular conditioning to play NBA level basketball for a long time is going could be a could be a challenge for him. But I think, and this is why that all that downtime when there was no media um, makes it makes it a challenge to to speculate. I think just these little, you know, we've we've had 15 minutes of use of Nurkic, 25 minutes of Dame, about 25 minutes of, of Terry talking to the media, and we know so much more than we did a week ago. 
We know that Carmelo Anthony looks like the starting small forward or at least someone who's going to play a bunch of it. Sounds like Yusuf Nurkic is almost certain to start and then they'll figure out the fifth starter from there. And it sounds like the rotation is going to have a limited amount of Nazir Little and a limited amount of Mario Hazonia. Guys who maybe were considered as options at the three have now been moved back to like fringe rotation guys because it's going to be a tighter rotation. They're going to maximize what they've got. And what they've got is probably six or seven guys, probably seven guys with Gary Trent Jr., of course, uh, who can be reliable contributors. I forgot how much you can learn in interviews. I hope me playing this audio helped. I hope you find it as interesting as I do to hear from the the actors involved in this. Uh, you can, you know, I... I I'm not trying to totally devalue my voice. I certainly, like I said, spent a lot of time around these guys and, and, and have am capable of thinking about the team in a nuanced way, but they are there in the room. They're the ones who give us real insight. So I hope playing this audio brought you some brought you some real insight. As the team continues to roll out these Zoom interviews, then I will continue to bring you the information we learn. Um, I think it's the we're getting a real window into the way the team works and we're 25 days away from them being back on the court. That's going to do it for today's episode. Do me a favor. Tell your friends about this podcast. They can get it wherever they already get podcasts. Just search Locked on Blazers. We'll be there waiting for you. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.